A man nearly perished from his whistling scrotum. New Zealand has a law that allows public pooping if no one is watching. And Japan offered free noodles so that the youth will vote. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. There it is. Do you hear it? Yeah, that's my studio, guys. Who wants to come see the studio, guys? A man with a whistling scrotum barely escaped death. Did you know your scrotum can whistle? Well, under certain circumstances, it can. What circumstances are those, Jonesy? We would love to make our genitalia whistle. Well, you poke a little hole in it and skip down the street. That's, that's how you do it. I'm kidding. Weird AF News, nor Jonesy condones you poking a hole in your genitalia. Never. Not even for a funny whistling party prank. As you guys know, the human body makes all kinds of funny noises, okay? We're grown-ups. We can admit this. You have your farts, your burps, your grumbles, your sneezes, your snorts, your squelches, and even sometimes there's the squirts. Oh yeah, that's probably our least favorite noise, the squirts, because it's usually accompanied by some abdominal, you know, uncomfortability. Well, did you know that your genitalia can make some noises? Yep. One Ohio man found out when his nightmare turned into a reality. He was very alarmed to hear some strange noises coming from his scrotum. He's unidentified in the story, because I assume he's a little embarrassed. He's 72 years old. This man heard a hissing noise. He was extremely alarmed about the hissing noise that was coming from his nether regions. After taking himself to the hospital, he's been the first person in the world diagnosed with what's called a whistling scrotum. That's right. It's an actual condition. It was published in the American Journal of Case Reports, guys. That means it's totally legit. Whistling scrotum is now a thing. It's out there. So be careful. How do you get whistling scrotum? Let's find out. I don't want whistling scrotum. Although that would be a, a pretty cool way to end my comedy act, making my scrotum whistle. That would probably get a standing O and get me paid more. <laughs> okay, so this man, our 72-year-old whistling scrotum man, the guy with the hissing sack, he rushed himself to the local emergency room complaining about uh, being out of breath and his face was swollen. Huh, very strange. They took an x-ray of his chest. It revealed that he had too much air inside his body. Yeah, apparently you can have too much air floating within your body. Uh, this man's lungs were about to collapse, it says. It says if left untreated, he could have permanently damaged his heart and lungs Potentially leading to death, actually. That's how the whistling scrotum can lead to your death. Too much air inside your body. What do we do about this? You plug up the holes? The primary source of the man's strange whistling was discovered to be an open hole on the left side of his scrotum. How did he get this hole in his scrotum? I'm curious. A dangerous game of Twister? How did this happen? I'll bet it was a TikTok challenge. Oh, the open up your scrotum TikTok challenge that's going viral right now. <laughs> I made that up. That I don't think that's a thing, but you can't put it past TikTokers. It could be a thing. Okay, so he had a wound on the left side of his scrotum left over from some testicle surgery. He had this surgery five months earlier to reduce swelling. Um, this allowed air inside his body. Too much air. It led to his shortness of breath and a swollen face. Other complications as well. The emergency staff have to insert two plastic tubes, 
right in the chest to drain the excess air. My goodness. Thankfully, the man's lungs recovered after three days in the hospital. Three days of him struggling to breathe and whistling out his sack. Thankfully, he was released. He's in good condition. Oh, boy. He did, however, have air trapped in his scrotum, a condition called pneumoscrotum. Pneumoscrotum. See, we're learning, guys. These are real medical conditions. Now, as if this story couldn't get any more unusual, there's another aspect of it that's quite weird. Apparently, the doctors had like legit medical reasons and proof to assume that the man was injecting air into his scrotum himself somehow. Uh, the reason being that it took the doctors so long to resolve all of the air buildup, they really believed that he was injecting air into his scrotum on his own. He adamantly denies this, the man, but the doctors believe it's so. It seems like a very strange fetish, the <laughs> just injecting air, pumping up your scrotum, it's called, just pumping it up. Well, maybe, you know, at 72, your scrotum gets a little saggy. Maybe he's like, you know what, I need to get it really ballooned and back up back up towards my body you know it seems to be sagging too much where's that him where's that pump for the basketball <laughs> this sagging scrotum doesn't whistle for me anymore a law in new zealand allows you to poop in public as long as you don't think anyone's watching you <laughs> Okay, a New Zealand law allows people to take a crap in public as long as they do not think they are being watched. People are asking for the law to be tightened. Yes, and I agree, it probably should be tightened. I don't know how old this law is. <laughs> it's, you're leaving too much personal judgment and decision making around something that really shouldn't happen in public. Yeah, yeah. hey, so who took that dump? Oh, that was me. Don't worry. Nobody saw me. <laughs> I mean, that just seems like a strange way to do it, New Zealand. Okay, now I found it, the exact law. All right, it says it is currently an offense to defecate or urinate in a public place, but if the person can show they had reasonable grounds for believing they were not being observed while they did so, they won't be liable for the $200 fine that you normally get for defecating and urinating in public. Of course, this is other than in a public lavatory where you can do these things. So if you can prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you weren't being observed, I don't know how you do that. I mean, we don't have eyes in the back of our head. I guess if you get a whole you know, crew of friends around you and they stand with their back to you and then they make sure no one else is watching. So now your friends weren't watching you and they were making sure no one else was watching. That could be a way to do it. But then what about a drone? What if a drone's over your head? You didn't see the drone. Now someone's got a video of, video of you defecating in the public space. <laughs> All right, I'm taking this to a ridiculous level. Now, in the article here, they're relating this to camping because apparently this is a camping situation. The Reasonable Campers Association in New Zealand argues that this law should also require people to conduct their business at least 50 meters from a waterway and then bury their waste at least 15 centimeters. Yeah, this is just like rudimentary camping etiquette, you know, but I guess people aren't really aware of that. Uh, I guess in New Zealand it's becoming a, a problem because there's this freedom camping that's going around. Freedom camping, when people stay for free on public lands. Uh, and so now you get all these people in New Zealand 
you know, defecating on all these public lands. People are concerned about what it's doing to the environment. Oh. In Los Angeles, we just, you know, everybody camps on the street and defecates and urinates all over the sidewalk. That's pretty much how we do it here. It's, uh, it's really, it's very exciting camping we have going over here. If you guys, <laughs> if you guys haven't been to L.A. Uh, freedom camping hit the country's headlines in recent years in New Zealand over concerns about its impact on the environment, especially when it comes to campers' personal waste. That's where this is all coming from. Reports regularly crop up in local media linking freedom campers to increases in excrement and toilet paper littering very popular tourist destinations. Some local councils have opted, opted to ban this freedom camping altogether. And now you've got friction between campers and locals and the government. Everybody's saying, you can't defecate there. That's near a waterway. Hey, man, you can't defecate there. Yes, I can. No one saw me. You got all this going on. We got our guy Bob from the camping organization saying it's unfair to blame these freedom campers for the country's public poop problems. There's no evidence linking any specific group to this undesirable practice, which affects travelers every day all over New Zealand. The government, though, is making announcements that they might crack down on this freedom camping. They may issue harsher fines for those behaving poorly. And uh, implementing some tougher restrictions on where campers can park, where campers can camp, where they can conduct their campfires and their urination and defecation, etc., etc. All those things that come along with camping. My question is, why are you guys all camping so much in New Zealand? I've seen the creatures down there. You're out of your mind to be camping in Australia or New Zealand. The, the bugs there, the, the wild creatures, the scariest creatures and bugs on the planet are down there. I think they have more species of poisonous snakes than any other area of the whole earth, I believe. Is that true? Maybe not. But regardless, there are many a poisonous critter in this part of the world. But if you're going to brave it and also do some of your bodily functions, which we assume that you will, just make sure no one's looking at you when you do it, because that's creepy. Why don't we poop in the road? Why don't we poop in the road? Nobody's watching us. Why don't we poop in the road? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yay! Japan is giving out free noodles to the youth if they participate in the election. A major Japanese ramen chain is offering free nudes to young people ahead of Sunday's upper house elections. They're giving out these noodles amid widespread concern that the nation's youth will not bother turning out to vote this year. Ipudo, which operates 50 ramen shops across the country, is offering endless free noodle refills uh, for a fortnight from election day on Sunday until June 24th. A fortnight. Well, they still use this word in places? I only know a fortnight from uh, reading Henry David Thoreau. (laughs) 
That's when I know. Fortnite. Two weeks, I believe, right? It's two weeks. Okay. The youth will get free nudes for a fortnight, provided they can show proof that they voted. Uh, Younger Japanese routinely complain that politicians are more interested in appealing to the country's huge block of older voters and point to the low number of younger MPs in both houses of parliament. Uh, So the, the youth are pretty upset that politicians are appealing to the country's larger population of older citizens. And uh, there's not a lot of young people in parliament either. So they feel very underrepresented, it sounds like. And, you know, probably just like not only disappointed, but disillusioned by the whole process. They probably feel like, well, what, my vote doesn't even matter, which I feel like that sometimes as well. So I, I totally empathize. It says here, the politicians in Japan view the elderly people whose turnout is high as very important customers from whom they can win votes. Uh, on the other hand, young people are like sort of occasional customers, considered less important. So governmental policies favored by the elderly really get prioritized. Yeah, and that's got to piss off the youth in Japan, I'd imagine. But, you know, the solution isn't free nudes, in my opinion. You know, I don't work for government, but it just seems like a, that's not going to solve the problem. <laughs> like, you got to like, get some youth involved in government. You know, I mean, when you go to cast your ballot, you want to see someone kind of like you like, oh, that person's similar to me. They're they're my demo. They probably have the same problems and concerns that I have. You know, if if your parliament's filled with all these old heads, yeah, I'm thinking of our own own SCOTUS, which is just filled with a bunch of people that really should be dead. (laughs) It seems like. They're 175 years old, these people. You can tell by the policies. (laughs) They are so disconnected from not just the youth, but from reality. You know, that's why it's very important to get the the youth, the young voices into politics. Now, in Japan, the current election campaign is dominated by the cost of living crisis, which is affecting everybody, you know, the youth and the elderly. So... They're saying here that disengaged young voters are harming their own financial futures if they don't participate in this upcoming election. Uh, just for some numbers, uh, in last October's elections for the more powerful, powerful lower house, only 36% of the population in their 20s voted. So they're trying to just get them, trying to get them to the polls, man. I don't know if noodles is the solution, but uh, who knows? I mean, only time will tell. You know, people in Japan do strange things for free food. You know, remember that story I did where if you changed your name to salmon, you got, you got free fish at this restaurant? <laughs> so who am I to say this won't work? I mean, people, people just love the free food over there. They'll do anything. So maybe, maybe. I got my free ramen noodles cause I did, cause I did. Showed up to the polls and cast my vote. Hey, you made it to the finish line of this episode of Weird AF News and I appreciate your time. Thank you for spending some time on Weird AF News. There's a gazillion podcasts out there, but you listened to mine today and I want you to know that does not go unnoticed nor unappreciated. 
And uh, I respect your time, so we'll keep this brief. I might publish a couple phone calls after this, so if you want to stick around for that. Listeners can call the show. That's right. How do you call? Here's the number, 646-450-2012. That's right. You can also email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed those song parodies that I was inspired to do after each story. I thought that was fun. Uh, you know, I occasionally sing on the show, so for those of you who hate my voice, I, you know, I'm not even going to apologize, all right? They're only 10-second clips, so it's not a big deal. You can get through it, I think. If you guys would like to keep up with what's going on in my life on some other level, follow my Instagram. It's at Funny Jones. I don't know if you want that much of me in your life. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Patreon. That's right. And yesterday, I put five or six things inside the Patreon. Extra weird content. That's right. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews to support the show or weirdafnews.com as well. I appreciate you, and I hope you have a nice day, night, morning, whatever it is, wherever you are. 